Welcome to the ARC Experience, featuring the stories of self-advocates with disabilities and their families from around Wisconsin. Be inspired. Take action. And now for today's episode. Hello, this is Lisa Pugh from the ARC Wisconsin, and you are listening to the ARC Experience Podcast. This is our podcast where we're talking about self-advocate leadership, and we are really lucky to be joined today by one of the state's leading self-advocates, Josh Greedebeck. Josh, thank you for joining us. Hey, Lisa. How are you doing? We're doing great. So our listeners are joining us today to learn more about why it's important for self-advocates to be leaders, and you've been a self-advocate leader for a long time. Could you tell our listeners kind of where you started with your leadership role and different leadership roles you've had over time? Yes, so when I was younger, I was in a 4-H club. I learned leadership at a young age to be, um, first I was secretary of our 4-H club, then moved up to vice president and president and ran a club for a couple of years and... What did you learn as a young person in, in a 4-H club as a leader? What were you learning? How to lead, you know, how to lead a group, how to be straightforward, not interrupting, you know, just being, you know, one right after the boom, 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 just sure. go down the line. And how to motivate people and to get them to do things to make yes. a difference, right? Yep. And so, since you were a kid, now you've been, you've participated as a leader in both like local groups in your community and then also at the state level, right? Yes. So I've been with um, our local group, which is People First Stoughton, for 14 years now. And I've been with the state board off and on for you know, a few years on and off. People so, First Wisconsin, yep, right? Do, yep. So in those leadership roles, you've met with everybody from the mayor and mayoral candidates to state legislators and even folks in the governor's office, right? Yes, yes. Um, been to several meetings with the governor's office. We've had local um, candidates come to our People First meeting. Oh, we've had guest speakers come to our People First meeting. A bunch of different, you know, guest speakers over the years. So why do you think it's important for self-advocates to learn how to be leaders and to be in leadership roles like that? I believe it's important to be a leader. So the younger self-advocates are getting inspired and motivated to go into the leadership role and do their thing. Do their, you know... Speak their... Speak, speak up. Their, yeah. Speak up their minds to speak up. Yep. So you want to be a role model. Yes. Okay. And then why do you think it's important for, like, policymakers and other community leaders to see self-advocates as leaders and to hear from self-advocate leaders? I believe it's very important for the legislators and to tell our own stories. So they hear from self-advocates? So yep. Mm-hmm. So uh, tell me about any experiences you've had where um, you were speaking up or talking with a policymaker that, that kind of surprised you. So one time we had the mayoral candidates come to our People First State uh, local meeting. And I asked one of them about something and he didn't know the answer to it. 
So it's kind of funny that he wouldn't know the answer to well, the questions I was asking or we were asking or... Like you you, you knew what you thought the answer should be or you didn't think it was a hard question. Right. And you're like, you're running for mayor. Like, you should know this. Should know a little bit about this, yeah. But it had to take you a while to get there to like not be nervous or afraid right. of asking questions and speaking up. Yep. How Do you remember what that felt like early on about being nervous and kind of how you got over that? It was nerve-wracking at first, but over the years you get used to more. The more you do it, the better you get at it. So practice, practice. would be your big tip for yes. people. Yes, yeah. Okay. Do you have some ideas for parents? Like, why is it important for parents and family members to help their young children with disabilities to seek different leadership opportunities like participating in 4-H and maybe running for a running for a position in a local group why do you think parents should really kind of support their kids with disabilities to do that because people with disabilities are very capable of what they're 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 very capable of doing everything that they put their minds to so just give give your kids an opportunity, yes. I guess is what you're saying, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. What do you think? Um, what do you think? Like community members um, learn from seeing self advocates in leadership roles. Like when you go to public meetings and talk about important disability issues, what do you hope community members are learning by seeing, you know, people first Stoughton out there advocating for city issues? We are strong. We are vigilant. Um, we're very capable of doing anything we can put our minds to, um, and I, I hope they see it that way, because mm -hmm. they, you know, like, oh, we can't do this, can't do that. Yeah, right, we can. Yeah, yeah, right, we can. Yeah, that's a good tagline. So I know, what are some of the issues that are important to you in Stoughton or that you have talked to um, policymakers about as being important to people with disabilities? Transportation, for sure. Number one, transportation, huh? Yeah. So how do you explain that to policymakers, this concern around transportation? So we have a cab service here in town, and I we take it from work and back and also other places, so we rely on that to take us everywhere we need to go. And can when you know parents take us everywhere and got the cab, so you needed to work for you, you needed to go the places that yep. you want to go and um, and to work on the weekends yep. and in the evenings mm -hmm. and places so you can have a social life too, huh? Mm -hmm. Um I know that you work. Can you tell us a little bit about your job and what you do? Yes. So I've been I work at Scotland Nursing and Rehab Dilitation Center here in Stone. I worked here for 14 years. 14 years, yes. and how many hours a week? 32. Did you ever have anybody tell you that they didn't think you'd be able to work or be successful as an adult with a disability? Not that I can remember. You probably wouldn't have believed them if they did. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. So what do you think about employment? Do you think more people with disabilities should be employed? Of course. Yeah, is that also something that you've talked to policymakers yep. about? Mm -hmm. What do you say to them about that issue? We're very capable of working. We work harder. I think. Hard worker, Hard show worker. up on time. Yep. So you try to share the benefits. Well, you've worked at your employer for 14 years. You must be doing something right. Mm -hmm. So transportation, employment, are there other issues that, that are important that you've talked to policymakers about? There's um thing going around about caregiving now. Shortage of caregivers. Shortage of caregivers. That's huge. 
It's very huge. So shortage of like job coaches or personal care workers, yes. um, just like support broker people to help you out in the community, right? Yes. It, it's very important that we do something about that. And they aren't paid enough. Yes. There aren't enough people coming into the field. Yes. Yeah. Those are probably, I think, the, some of the three biggest issues all across the state for people with disabilities. Well, no, caregiving is like almost the number one right now. Caregiving is the number one. Yeah, we need to do something about that. Well, so important to have a strong self-advocate voice. Do you find that telling your story is one of the most? It's very important. That's the most important part. It's very important. So, so is that is would that be a tip you'd have for self-advocate? Is just like learn how to tell your story and then don't mm -hmm. be afraid to, yeah. to keep telling it. Right. Because mm -hmm. the more you tell it, the more people will believe you. Mm-hmm. And the more the legislators will believe you as well. Mm -hmm. So tell your story. Don't be afraid. Practice your story. Write down, jot down notes mm -hmm. about your story. Practice it. Tell it to the legislators. Tell it to anybody who will listen. And once you have that thing pat down, just tell it over and over. Tell your story over and over. Like, like I've been tell it over and over. Well, thank you so much, Josh Gredebeck from Stoughton for continuing to be a self-advocate leader, for continuing to tell your story, and for inspiring other self-advocates. Really appreciate you joining us today. Thank you. All right. Thanks, everybody, for joining us today for the ARC Experience podcast. Please make sure to like, share, and subscribe, and join us next time. Thank you. Today's episode of the ARC Experience was brought to you by the ARC Wisconsin, the state's oldest advocacy organization for people with intellectual and developmental disabilities and their families. It's funded in part by the Wisconsin Board for People with Developmental Disabilities. Our theme music, called Species, is the property of EY5Z and cannot be copied or distributed without permission. It was produced by Eleanor Cheatham, a composer and artist with autism. 